0: All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mutiny Radio Joke Workshop. How are we doing out there? Yeah. Thank you all for being here. I'm your host, Amanda G. I'm in town from New Orleans, so I'm super excited to be here. Hello, welcome. Come on in, filling up the place. If you're not here, you can tell it's a packed house. Uh, we're enjoying ourselves. The way this joke shop w- workshop works is every comic is going to get four minutes set, and then there's going to be four minutes of feedback. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I like traveling to San Francisco. Your city's cleaner. Uh, it's prettier than New Orleans. Uh, but you all have a lot of hills, <laughs> uh, which is fun. It's me walking up hills singing the hills are alive with the sound of me panting I live in New Orleans I can't walk up hills it's a really hard place to be um, I like drinking do we like drinking in San Francisco yeah I know y'all are like weed people but I love the booze I love the booze indeed. New Orleans is the best city in the world to drink, I have to say. Um, Thank you in the background there, my girlfriend who came with me. Um, It is the best city in the world to drink. I have drank in a lot of cities. I have drunk in your fine city. New Orleans, I have to say, is the best. Uh, 24-7, whatever you want. We don't have a last call there. You can get alcohol whenever you want. There's a gas station three blocks from my house. At 3 a.m., I buy vodka every night. It's beautiful. There's a a bar four blocks from my house. At 4 a.m., I go play trivia it's not good trivia you're right it's the same trivia every single night and nobody has ever won Uh, but I'm gonna do it one night so anyone that comes to New Orleans go to D max on Jeff Davis I need friends to help me win trivia I'm really bad at that trivia I love drinking my mother hates that I drink my mom wants to stop me from drinking so much so she has a plan my mom's big plan to stop me from drinking so much is just to tell me how many calories are in every drink like that's gonna work She's like, that vodka soda, 110 calories. And I'm like, mom, you don't get it. You don't understand. I'm a lesbian. We don't get fatter. We just get sturdier. <laughs> like my current body type goal is the bookshelf I'm building. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. <laughs> it's not Ikea particle board up there. This <laughs> is so some sturdy lesbian lumber for sure. I, um, I'll i try a, a couple new things just to show how the joke workshop works. Um, have we heard of Destiny's Child? Yeah back when Beyonce had friends? (laughs) She's not here, it's okay, it's okay. I I love Destiny Child, I do, I do, I think they're great. They had a song called Survivor, which is one of my favorite songs, three strong women singing, and they get to the part where they say, I'm not gonna diss you on the internet because my mama taught me better than that. And I'm like, how the fuck did you teach your mama the internet? (laughs) I need to know Destiny's child. I need to know my mom learned emojis recently and she's been using the eggplant emoji because she thinks it means vegetarian. And I'm trying to find a nice way to tell her it means the opposite of that. So if you can teach me how to talk to my own mother, I would appreciate it. Uh, So that's a new joke I'm working on. Does anyone want to give me any feedback on that joke real quick? You can give feedback on the other jokes. In a microphone, we have. My set's over. Yeah, my set's over. Yay! Oh, I guess I should announce that. This is my first time doing this. I've never done a joke workshop at all, so I'm interested in uh, this feedback. So I'm putting myself out there as the sacrificial uh, lamb here. So.
1: Cool. Yeah, that was, no, that was great. Sturdy lamb. That was great. Yeah, Sturdy was super funny. Um, I thought maybe you could. Um, for that one joke, it's like at three a.m. I go to the gas station and get vodka. At Four a.m. I go to the bar and play trivia and keep drinking. At five a.m. I go to the hospital. Or you can just <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take yeah. It Rule of like three, that. yeah. Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Thank you. Anyone else have any feedback? Yeah. No. Okay. You look like you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That was the first part was like older stuff. um, And the San Francisco one was actually, I was here for Mutiny Radio Festival in 2018. And I was walking around, it was miserable. So that was just real life. Um, So that always helps when you write a joke. Um, All right, are we ready to get this show started? Thank you for your feedback. That's how it works. First up, we have Evan Montelongo. Give it up for Evan, everybody.
2: Amanda, right? Yeah. Yeah, keep it going for your host. Yes. And donate too for. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah. I so I went to a, a speakeasy the other day, which is great, right? Prohibition-themed bar. I love that. Right after that, just you know, I go next door. I get my. Um, My butt plugs from the Christian uh, sex shop, absolutely. I I get my weed from the Jeff Sessions dispensary. Makes a lot of sense. No, I went to a speakeasy, because who doesn't want to party like it's 1929? All right. Yeah, absolutely. You know the good old days when you could just walk into a pharmacy and buy meth over the counter? That was really good. Doctors would prescribe heroin for you. That's very fun. Yeah, I want to go back to there. Booze illegal. Um, not making a lot of sense I don't want to go to a place Where if a cop was like Hey what is that Is that an ale Lock him up And throw away the key All right Really Johnny Law Is really doing his job today I'm just uh, I think I deserve A little break And he goes over And just fucking ties off and <laughs> Starts <laughs> Hitting his I was actually Gonna just take off my belt And do it But I was like I don't know If I want to take off My belt in a room Full of strangers So we'll start With feeling a little bit More confident with that joke Before I Undress in front of you um oh yeah i was also thinking about the the differences or similarities between the 1920s and what will soon be 2020. um yeah over-the-counter meth we give our kids adderall now doctors prescribing heroin now it's just pills there's government corruption government corruption corporate corruption corporate corruption time of excess right before recession a uh, time of excess right before the re- recession. The only difference is you didn't need a password to get a drink. Which, if you need a password, uh, if you need a password to feel excited when you're getting a drink, I don't think you know how to drink. <laughs> I think you can learn drinking better. Um, I like to dance. Does anybody like to dance? <laughs> gone dancing? Yeah, awesome. Um, my favorite dance move is the dab. Do you all know the dab? She knows. It's really interesting. I was doing some research about it. um, Invented in World War II um, by a a, a Nazi that sneezed mid-heil. Yeah, he 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 said he said "Ah," he said heil ah, a And they were like, oh, that looks tight, or should I say, (laughs) gunsun tight? But it did sound like you said heil a Jew. So we will have to kill you. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool awesome um I, when i was a I, I was a cook for a long time and uh, when i was in the kitchen i used to always sing um and i would sing like pop songs but i'd change the words to be like food stuff Um, Like, I got chives on it. Like, I would do that one. Um, Sprouts, sprouts, let it all out. You know, uh, that one. Um, What is another one? Won't you take me to Noki Town? Uh, Was another one. I love all those, and they're fun, and I want to do them on stage. I just need, like, a context or a setup or some sort of idea how to... So I do tell a chef joke. I go, um... I was a chef for for 10 years, so I can taste the difference between a bartender and a hostess. (laughs) One is salty, the other one is 19, um, which is legal. It's just not smart. Don't do that. Um, Okay. do I have any new stuff? No, I think that's all I want to talk about. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Now give me feedback. Usually, just Pam has has somebody stay up here, and then if anybody wants to get on the mic. Yeah, get on the so the folks here
0: know.
3: Cool. Um, great. Um, you have a really cool vibe up there. Um, Thank you. And I wanted to like really hear your jokes, but they went so fast. Okay. It, it was like. You were like listing off a bunch of things, and then I couldn't even like digest what you just said because I also didn't know where it came from. And I, I think we all wanted like more space. I don't know to just hear, hear and laugh at you with you.
4: Slower. Um,
3: yeah, and definitely slow down. And then um, you said something at the beginning about butt plugs for from a Christian sex shop. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was the punchline and and there was a a premise there because I I think that's a funny concept, but I didn't know how we got there.
2: It was like a Prohibition-style bar, like a Prohibition-themed bar, like a speakeasy. I'm just trying to make the, like, what else is that like?
3: Simile. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: well, I'm kind of slow, so for people like me, you might (laughs) want to slow that one down. But um, I'd also love to see some belt prop comedy when you get there.
5: Okay, cool. Sweet. (laughs) That's it yeah I just wanted to second that Um, comedy is more so about pauses Uh, if you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yo comedy's about pauses yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you just if you gave it a little bit more pauses it wouldn't like I feel like your set would have run smoother yeah I think I was trying to cram more stuff in yeah Yeah. try to cram like an hour and four minutes I could do it yeah do that
6: Um Yeah, uh, this is like the tiniest thing. I really like your style of joke. Again, I'm saying the speed thing as well as everyone else, but I kind of understand you were rattling things off and yeah. just looking for things to throw out. So I've seen you before. you're awesome. Thanks so so much. Um, the the whole prohibition thing at the beginning, there's a lot of really good stuff in there. I just feel like organize yeah. a little bit more. Um, and I just wanted to clarify I, I wasn't sure whether after you was stopped for the ale, it was you doing the heroin, or the cop doing the heroin? Because gotcha. the cop doing the heroin feels like the better punchline. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. But I wasn't—I wasn't exactly clear on the on the switch. Gotcha. So the cop goes home, and kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah.
4: yeah,
7: cool. Thank you. Uh, I think it was your last joke, um, the hostess and the versus the waitress joke, and, and I, I like that joke. And you know, in a lot of ways, I when whenever I hear that joke, because I've heard you tell it a couple times, I'm just like, I want you to stay in that world little bit like I actually legitimately like want to know more about that because I'm not in it Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's just right for jokes that like are actually right under you know like basically the cooking world in general yeah exactly like because like I'm not on the inside and you'd be like a really cool way to I don't know poke fun at the things that are maybe hidden in plain view from like from my perspective okay yeah just yeah
8: yeah, yeah.
7: hey hi Evan hi
8: (laughs) Uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I have a super coherent uh, thing th- no, for no, this, no, but the pro- prohibition thing was interesting because it's like uh, it's like a fun thing to do because it used to be illegal like 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it seemed like a funny extension to say like, so in, you know, in 60 years from now, are they going to have like pot bars that are like it's fun because it used to be illegal? Yeah. and then you could you could map a bunch of stuff to that that like. You used to have to do to buy pot yeah. that you don't have to do anymore. Cast Maybe something like that, because now it sounds ridiculous.
2: Like a like In a 19- marijuana 19- like 19- a 19- <laughs> themed bar where you have to like go to the bartender and he like slants it to you on the on like the del- down low. Yeah, it's like that, like, or
8: it's just a Burger King parking lot <laughs> you have to go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yes, perfect. So, I like that idea. Thank you. All right. Cool. Thank y'all.
0: Thank you, Evan, and you guys. I, I love San Francisco because when there was, I was like thinking, I was like, why don't we have something like this in New Orleans? And it's because we would all be assholes. You guys are so nice and gave construction, like constructive feedback, and also offered up ideas for people to follow up on instead of keeping them for yourselves. And that's fantastic. And we're gonna keep this going. Can you we please welcome Dan Lewis to the stage, everybody?
8: Keep going for Amanda. Right? Okay. some time hi you guys okay listen ah what do i have to i was always wondering my whole life what do i have to do to get on this morning pooping schedule you guys i don't know if you got any morning poopers here like first thing in the morning that's right thanks for speaking up I know people like this, it looks like the greatest thing in the world. You wake up, you poop, shower, done for the day. You're just done. You're going to spring in your step the whole rest of the day, you know? Not me, though. Uh, It's more like midday or so, so I don't really know when it's going to be or where, and that's the the, rot with anxiety because of this, you know? And I tried to like change the diet up and like the coffee regimen and stuff, uh, but I've just had to accept like this is the body that I was given, you know, uh, but this, just as I accepted, I realized uh, i don 't need to poop earlier. I just needed to be earlier when I poop, about three hours earlier. so that settles it i 'm moving to Hawaii, you guys. That should solve the problem. Finally, right reason to move to Hawaii. Uh, so i'm uh, I don't know if you notice, I'm uh, I'm white, I got a shaved head. It's not a great look, you guys. Uh, Sometimes you don't get the benefit of the doubt, rightly or wrongly. Uh, I'll just say, the worst thing about this whole march in Charlottesville, definitely, by far, the virulent racism. But the second worst thing, for sure, is that it's completely ruined tiki torches for me. Like, uh, I cannot go to the store and buy tiki torches now. It looks terrible. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to, it gets really expensive, too. It's like, because, uh, you know, I have to I have to actually go to Home Depot and hire a Mexican out front to go into Home Depot and buy tiki torches for me. <laughs> or else I can buy them myself. That's still expensive, because I have to buy a whole bunch of other shit just to make it look less sinister, you know, to go like, oh, I'll just take these tiki torches here. But also these grass skirts and these Mai Tai glasses <laughs> and this spit roast, clearly a luau, you guys. Come on. <laughs> Got a whole pile of grass skirts out in the backyard now because of that. All right. So racism I was talking about a little bit. Uh, I don't abide racism, definitely. Uh, worst, one of the worst things is the token, the tokenism. Like, you know, for instance, somebody will have one black friend, you know, to kind of like shield themselves from looking like they're racist. But, of course, you know, that's a racist thing to do. And that's probably the worst thing, you know. Actually, actually worse than that is because people know about the whole one black one token black friend thing, so they'll get a second black friend strategically to make it look like they don't have a token black friend. So now, of course, that's just two token black friends now. Uh, worse than that, these motherfuckers, three black friends, okay? You're not fooling anybody, pal, okay? I actually asked a friend of mine about this the other day, and uh, I said, How many black friends do you have? And he goes, I don't know, man. A bunch. This is the kind of fever pitch this thing has gotten to. This guy has completely lost track of how many black friends he has. Tokenism of the worst kind. (laughs) I mean, he himself is a black guy, but I can ask him that, okay? We're friends, so it's not that big of a deal. All right. Last thing. uh, Is there a light? Did I get a light? I'm sorry. There's usually like a horn that goes off. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Never asked that, I've learned. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm pretty far from a, uh, I'm really far from a uh, global warming denialist, climate change uh, denialist, you know. But uh, you got to admit that if we have to colonize Mars, it can be really difficult to explain to our grandkids what we're doing there, you know. Like, Grandpa, uh, why do we have to leave Earth? So, well, you know, you see over the course of about 20 decades or so, it got four degrees warmer. So we had to leave. Let me tell you, kiddo, it was a real hellhole. So we had to come here, where it's uh, everything is one color and it's negative 100 degrees. Yeah. Well, you know, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're just going to ruin Mars too, though. You know, like uh, we're going to find out what's ever buried there. We're going to, you know, we're going to dig it up, burn it, and before you know, the temperature is going to shoot up to negative 97. We'll have to go to an even shittier place. Uh, that was the that was the last one, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Ah. Sh- I missed something there but okay sorry.
5: <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? Uh, hello? Yeah, hey. sorry. Hi. So, uh, your white supremacy joke with yes. Charlottesville? Yeah. Um I feel like you can make that punch stronger if you uh pointed out the fact that you're a, that you look like a skinhead right near the punch. Uh which part of the Yeah, so like when you talk about you know Charlottesville, the worst part is uh, racism, but the other part uh, buying tiki torches. Yeah, and then you can be like, you know, I look like a skinhead, so it looks even more sus.
8: Okay, yeah, I can bring that back up. Yeah, if yeah. it helps the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
5: But cool.
1: That's that, though. Thank you dude your jokes are tight but your pause game is shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding um I think thanks but you're not kidding I am kidding uh, uh, I think you're your not jo- but go I mean, ahead your pauses were great but your jokes weren't uh the opposite so okay. you talk about going to Hawaii yeah but then you, and then you bring up tiki tiki torches yeah. and all that stuff separately it's like begging to tie that in so it's bring supposed in, to be there bring right. in the shi- so if you're gonna talk about the shit three hours earlier then you obviously the tiki torch stuff needs to follow that and all be sort of feel like yeah one you're right a solid that. bit together yeah I thought, dude, there's just some some jokes that like we can nat- more naturally get away with yeah. than not, and yeah. the token stuff just doesn't feel great yeah. coming from you as it stands right now. Yeah, Unless you find like a inside. reason to make it more personal or you had an experience or someone asked you how many black friends and you instantly said like four in a way that was like <laughs> if you were really were not racist you would just say a bunch. Like you just need something to... That's a good idea. You just yeah. need to make right now coming from you it wasn't something that we well, were super ready to accept but like yeah. it can be but just it needs something more personal. Yeah like I or totally something. understand Another reason that. For yeah that's kind of a worry of mine
8: too. Yeah. I would kind of figure out a way to like do like a Stephen bearish type care where you have to be clear that you're you're sort of making fun of yourself a little bit but anyway that's the idea hey thank there. you
6: tiniest Hi. little thing yeah sure um the you're going to the hardware store and buying tiki torches uh. I kind of really wanted you to invite me to your house for a luau after and not just say like grass skirts happen to be in my backyard it's like flip it to like you're actually doing shit with all that stuff so maybe i have to hold luau you have to hold hold a luau and it actually like super floats the previous hawaii joke back up there like you're preparing to move there or i don't know like thematically use it
2: that's a good idea thank you yeah, definitely opportunity for a callback uh, yep. with the the Hawaii. I I don't know how much you've played with the how new is the 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 pooping in a different time zone.
8: Oh, they're all pretty new. You know that ones I've I've done maybe I think three funny, or three four
2: times. I think that the idea is really really funny. I think uh, to heighten it to hi- kind of heighten it, maybe um, a suggestion just like really kind of um, play up how it's frustrating to you that you're not a morning pooper. Mm-hmm. You know, try to establish like it's really ruining my day, you know? And (laughs) I I think it'd be fun to play with it and just be like, you can even be kind of like nonsensical or absurd with it. And then like explain it. You could even be like, I'm, I'm not a morning pooper. So I'm moving to Hawaii and kind of let people make that, that thing kind of set it up. I think it's really funny. I think it's good. And you can definitely tell that you do writing, you put, put work in on this.
8: Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Evan. Appreciate it.
3: I just want to echo what David said. I definitely had a problem, like, a problem, yeah, being ready to take in what you were saying right. um, as someone that looks like a skinhead. Um, but, you know, especially oh, with the Charlottesville joke, like, it's pretty outdated. So, uh, yeah. I thought what would be cool is if you sort of reflected on what's changed in your life since Charlottesville. Like, maybe there are other things you can talk about. Like, you, you tried to grow out your hair. Um, it didn't work or, or something like that. And then the Tiki torches. And um, I think there are small things you could change to not seem like a, like, a, a white supremacist, like when you said um, hiring a Mexican, um, like perhaps you just say I asked a brown guy or I asked a Mexican if they would.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, used yeah, to be that actually, colleges. but I was already at Home Depot, so I figured there was a connection there. Wait, right, you know, no, I mean, you can't
3: hire people at Home Depot. I'm just saying you, you've got everything working against you for that joke. So you yeah, I get wanna, that. Yeah. Yeah.
8: <laughs> well, we ha- yeah, we have these we have these obstacles. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you, Dan. We're going to move this along. Can we have David Roth up
1: here, everybody? See, see, see. Thank you, Amanda. And thank you. Oh, jeez. Fucking Jew on Jew. All right. Thanks, Marcy. Wow. Wow. Um, so what's up? I, Dude, I hate, like, motivational posters. Uh, Do you see these on like Facebook like there's like motivational posters memes Quotes I like they like legit ruined my marriage, okay Motivational posters ruined my marriage. There's this one that like my ex-wife. She had bookmarked. It was like quit your job Uh, No, it's, it's like quit your job buy a ticket get a tan fall in love never return like I think the concise way that they could have written that was just like leave David. You know? Like it's not that's not like meant for like a 32-year-old like married woman. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't it doesn't even make sense from the get-go like quit your job then buy a ticket. Like buy a ticket then quit a job while you have fucking money. Like that doesn't even make any sense. And then the like the one the one motivational poster that I think like Does make sense is just hang in there. You know, it's the cat on the branch hanging from the tree. But even that poster, like I saw it in the wrong context. Like I was visiting my grandma uh, at the nursing home and I like walk in and there's just like the giant cat that says hang in there. Dude, she's like 90 years old. She's been hanging in there for fucking a while. I don't know what she's like waiting for. There should just be like the follow up poster that's just like the cat like flailing and it just says like let go. That's all we really need. That's all we really need at that point um also like you need to like watch out who's like these posters you don't know what kind of like hands they're falling into you know what i'm saying like imagine the poster it's like nobody plans to fail they just fail to plan like Osama bin laden you know like is that the reason <laughs> is that the reason that we like sort of inspire him to start like grinding for al-qaeda Uh, on nine 11 or like Bernie Madoff, just like persistence, you know, like you need to, these are very dangerous, uh, these are very dangerous posters to see. Cool. I'm really glad I tried that here instead of the show I am doing. Um, I think it's funny. Like we all, uh, we all want people to do well, but not too well. You know, like if your friends like I got a new job and you know, I'm making like $60,000, you're like, awesome. You know, what? Good for you. That's amazing. But if your friends are like, "Yeah, I got a new job and I'm making six hundred thousand dollars," you'd be like, "Fuck you, dude! Fuck you." Um, Okay, it's it's true. We don't want there's something about we just want people to be doing okay, but not great. Um, Let me see. There's oh yeah, like I feel like do you guys get like jealous of your friends on social media? Everyone's kind of, like, jealous. I feel like we all have people that are doing, like, really well that we're following on social media. I think we would just make everyone relax a little bit if there was just, like, someone on social media that was just, like, always doing, like, worse than you, you know? Someone on social media is just like, hey, guys, check out, like, hey, guys, I'm on Frontier Airlines to Des Moines. Like, I'll see motherfuckers Or like, hey, everyone, I'm at Bennigan's, just got the jalapeno poppers, and the waiter hooked me up with some free ranch. What? Um... <laughs> Let's see. I'm feeling pretty confident about these jokes. Dude, new jokes are so, like, it's crazy. Then you don't, like, remember anything you were going to say when you're actually up here. Um, oh, yeah. So, like I said, I was I was married, and um, my, ex, my ex-wife my ex was, like, an early adopter. She, like, always was, like, at the cutting edge of, like, the technology in the Bay Area. And she's just, uh, but this is how, like, the, the whole bomb got dropped. She's like, David, I think we should get a divorce. I'm like, what is... Dude, she didn't even say... She said the company of divorces that you can do, like, online. She didn't even be like, I want to get a divorce. Like, she used the name of the fucking... <sighs> it's ice cold. A wee voice. Um, Let's see. What do I do with this 20 seconds and and salvage what's otherwise just a fantastic set that needs no notes because the, the laughs are just coming. You just can't hear them at home. All right, I'm good. Thank you, guys. David.
6: <laughs> Hi there.
1: What's up? Hi. Hi.
6: Um, I feel like, in general, my comments have to do with your sort of lack of more context to sort of cushion your punchlines. Mm. Um, in that, I really liked a lot of them. Um, like, for example, with the posters at the beginning, mm. if you had just sort of given me like one or two or three like examples yeah, of those yeah. normal ones because right, right. I was t- finding it hard to like pinpoint. Oh yeah, that's right. the motivational thing that I've seen a million times right, online. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. And also with um the success of your friends, mm-hmm. you know, sixty thousand versus six hundred thousand. Yeah. But I feel like you just said, you know, how this happens. Right, right. But it's like, how about more personal? Like, yeah. I hate that I am like this right okay. and wouldn't it be great if I could somehow spin like okay he's making 600,000 how do I get something out of him or something you yeah. know like use that mm-hmm. as a cause and effect right and then the last one, you know how you said your wife was an early adopter? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe give an example like a rule of three. She was the first to do this. She was the first to do that. And also, she must have been the first to want a divorce. Like, were you the first of all of your friends with the we divorce? Because yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. funny. Right. But you, it was like a one-liner right, and right. really sad. So, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> giving ideas no, no, to that's cushion that's that's the super jokes. Super, Sorry. Super awesome. J- awesome jokes, though. <laughs> so.
1: Hey.
7: Yeah, um... I like your joke writing a lot so I don't want to I don't necessarily have like a joke idea but more so a direction on a, a joke that you said that I liked and it, the joke is about uh, you having friends that you want to do good but just to an extent Yeah. which I think is really relatable and I think right. no, no matter how good of a person you are there's always like that piece of your brain that's sure. still, I'm just like definitely I really like that idea uh, to me when you were talking I went like oh like you know, if somebody's doing good, that's that's awesome. I want my friends to do good, just as long as they're not doing better than doing me. Being great, or right? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Like I was just like, I think I think that's what my limit is. Like that's when it starts to turn into jealousy. But maybe, that's not really a yeah. joke. That's just
1: something. Right. Maybe, maybe just find out what that point is where you go from like it's like 60 grand, cool. 80 grand, okay. 100 yeah. grand, <laughs> die. Yeah. <thanks>. Die miserably. <laughs> and yeah, or just some sort of some sort of thing that yeah okay cool thank you it's helpful
3: hey david hey marcy um what's your name Irene. Irene. um i agree a lot with the context but i think you know that because these are just your like beginnings of jokes um like with the motivational posters if you had just started it with the thing about like i don't know what people like shouldn't be able to just buy motivational posters you should have to apply like if you're working at mcdonald's because the world has gone mad because like and then give the three examples of like your wife and the old person's home and whatever i think that's a really funny concept and something that probably none of us have have thought about but we needed that that first intro to to catch it um and then um the okay, not great. Yeah. Everyone really likes that. I think because it's like relatable and so you can keep going with that. I don't know if you know what tall poppy syndrome is. You might want to look it up. Tall poppy. It, tall poppy syndrome is, is that it's, it's Australian where people for some reason don't want people to do better than. And I think if you went, um, with like an American version of tall poppy syndrome and, mm. and m- meaning like we're worse people, um, I think yeah, that could be a really great thing. Or you could give examples like. Like Californians, you know, we don't want Shake Shack Burger to be great because, like, that would mean it in and out isn't the best. Or, like, you just want it to be okay. I don't know. That's what I wrote down. Um, and then, yeah, um, the Weverse, I totally agree. Like, if you, um, it's almost like the word Google, right? Now that your wife's using it. So, I mean, because this is tech town, I think people would, really like, laugh a lot if you just gave a lot of those examples. Cool. Um, cool. That's it.
1: Thank you. Cool. Thanks, guys.
0: All right. Thank you, David. Next up, we have Casey Koenig. Hey, yeah. Yay, Casey!
7: You guys ever go to Mutiny Radio and not have 2 to $5, but only have a 20 man. <laughs> I think I'm going to actually run out to the store and come back with some change. But um, happy you guys are here. Thanks for being here and hanging out with me. Oh, I should record this just so I have my... My own way to review it. So um, my name is Casey. Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, a little bit about me. Despite my hair, I actually have a wife. It's uh, it worked out for me. Uh, I got married a few months ago, which was nice. Um, yeah, thanks for the support. Woo! <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, no, I actually. Um, what's what's funny in my situation, I think, is that like I actually ended up. Uh, I actually ended up marrying the woman that I lost my virginity to. It's a real thing. Yeah, we dated since we were teenagers. And whenever I tell people that, you know, they're always like, oh, are you religious? And it's just like, no, I'm just grateful. Like, (laughs) I just appreciate her doing cool stuff to my body for so long. Just write it out. It's amazing. She's a good person. I don't know. (laughs) Felt good to me. Uh, But Emotionally and physically and everything. All right, I'm feeling weird now. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is what happens when you open up too quick. Um, I actually haven't had uh, too many sexual experiences with lots of people anyway. Uh, I have had, however, some gay experiences, um, uh, mostly out of loneliness. I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody before. Uh, when I was in college, I uh, uh, it was like my first semester, and I didn't really have any friends. I was kind of hard up. And uh, I... Uh, I met this guy in my art class and he was just like, Casey, you're a cool dude. And I was like, thanks, (laughs) finally. And he goes, you want to come over to uh, my place later tonight for a party? And I was just like, yeah, man, that sounds awesome. I'll go to your place for a party? Yeah. And so later that night, I drive over, I knock on the door, he opens it, and there's nobody inside. And I was just like, so where's the party? And he's like, this is the party. I'm like, oh, okay. So what do you want to do? He's just like, well, I was thinking maybe we'd watch a movie together. And I was like, oh, like maybe like 300 or Fast and the Furious. He was like, no, I was thinking more like Under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> oh, you guys don't know what it is either. Well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what it was. And I was just kind of like, yeah, why not? Just two bros hanging out, watching a romantic comedy together let's do this. So I walk into his apartment and it's like crazy small. It's one of those places where it's just like a refrigerator, a bed and a TV. And like, that's it. Uh, nowhere to sit even. So he actually goes over to the bed, sits down and goes, take a seat. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like just, you know, tension building a little bit. And we're sitting there watching the movie. Things are going good. And then at one point he puts his hand on my knee and I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of Tried to play it off, I was just like, hey man, this isn't an action movie. And he goes, No, this is an action movie. Right? Yeah. That was such a great line. I honestly I think back sometimes, like <laughs> I should've fucked I should have let him fuck me, right? Right, Dan? Yeah, right. It's so nice. Um <laughs> that's mostly what I wanted to share. Uh thank you for being here and uh bye.
1: Hey man, your jokes were awesome, but your pauses were shit. Um, so I guess the question on everyone's mind for the for the part about your wife is is she the is she the first and only sexual experience that you had? Because and and if she is or if she's not, you should like you're gonna like want to clarify that because I think we're all sort of if you basically marry the person that you mm-hmm. lost your virginity to, we all have questions, and when we have questions in our minds, it's harder to. Laugh and focus on the rest of your jokes because we want those questions answered. Yeah. Um, and then also, it just seems like there's opportunity. Like if um, if it seems like everyone feels bad for you for that, but you feel good about that, and then I think that's like an interesting sort of tension. Like everyone feels, like everyone is like, yikes! Like you didn't really have any that much experience in life, but you're like cool with it. I don't. I just think that's something that you could address and talk about. Yeah. Uh, if we feel bad for you, and then like this, this the gay experience. Um, I feel like you should be, like, a little bit more... Just have more emotions about... It's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, and you just sort of delivered it a little nonchalantly. Okay. And also, it's like... So, it's not really that I'm gay. It's just, like, I'm kind of a polite person. Like, I kind of... I'm just waiting for the... When there's a party, and there's no one else at the party, that's a crazy moment, and, like, slow it down, you know, and mm-hmm. let us... And, and you need to be more skeptical, and you need to take the... Role that the audience is playing a little more, like what the fuck is going on, and just I think like, okay. kind of the contrasting emotion of what you're thinking and what this guy's thinking and how it's all going to play out. Because right now it's sort of just told in this do way. Do you
7: mean me, like as a storyteller in this moment, be like like feeling the emotion of the story, or as in like trying doing like
1: when I when there's dialogue, I act out. I think the you emotions. can do it while you're as the storyteller, just be like, and there's no party, and that's weird. Like everyone's going, everyone's thinking okay. that's really weird, and you can just it'll be a cathartic release. Be like, that's pretty weird, right? Like, because yeah. that's not. A, that's not a party this is a date like it's a gay date right you know, like i think just lo, like i think the term in improv is like straight manning like just give us the give us the straight um explanation of what you're talking about and it's and that'll be funny because it is a very ridiculous scenario awesome thank you
8: that was good i liked um i liked one of the things you said to remind me of saying like it's like i'm not i'm not bisexual i'm uh I'm I'm just devoid of homophobia and super polite, (laughs) you know. So you want you want all of your gay experiences are based on that. (laughs) I don't know. There was just a side note though to what I was gonna say, which was the. um, I I thought something was coming with the the movies that you chose because you said. uh, Fast the Furious or 300, uh-huh. and then in my head, you know, 300 has a pretty—it's pretty well known uh, a very homoerotic sub, you know, sort of uh, quality to I it. I did not realize so that. <laughs> ah! I thought that was the turn in the joke, and then the Tuscan Sun was. Oh, okay. So you could say something like possibly like, uh, you know, Fast the Furious or 300, and you go, uh-huh. how about Tuscan Sun or 300 in a different way? Okay. Or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Both 300s, anyway.
7: That's great. No, it, does everybody agree, Like, feel that 300 is kind of a gay mo- movie? It's a very gay movie.
5: It's,
7: it's a bit.
1: Of course, he
7: wants to absolutely on, like... Terminator. <laughs> 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 what, what's the... Mo- yeah, he, okay. I'm trying to think of the... Oh, oh, what's the straightest, oh, straightest oh, movie ever, guys? Die <laughs> Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. Mowski. Die hard. Mowski.
1: <laughs> ma- the Mountain Man movie.
7: Brokeback Mountain,
9: he's talking about. Brokeback Mountain? No, that's it. All right. That's the one. Or what's that? Call Me By Your Name? Anyone knows that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
2: not bisexual. I'm just made out of Play-Doh. I'm hearing people suggest that you remove the awkwardness and ambiguity out of your story about this awkward, ambiguous situation you had, and I just want to question that.
5: Feedback on the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn. What's up dude on your
1: side? All right, yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I just it, question the guy that questioned my feedback in a questioning way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. So I'm I'm actually here to question his feedback now just kidding. <laughs> Uh, No, but uh, when you said, uh, no, I'm not actually, uh, or something, something, I'm just grateful. Mm -hmm. Like maybe uh, that's a good, that's a good setup. Maybe grateful is not so much a good punch. Okay. If you think of something more, something else that like flips it on its head more, Mm -hmm. something a little bit more shocking, I think that'd be a good joke. Okay. Thanks, man.
3: Cool, I'll make this quick, because I know we're wrapping up. Um, why does your hair look like that? need to know in the beginning, because mm-hmm. you talked about it. It mm-hmm. is awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, My hair is awkward? Uh, or well, I just the- mean, like, it was funny, <laughs> because there's something different about your hair. So, like, why? Yes. Like, go into it. Also, um, that joke just begs, I feel like, for a punchline. The joke about your sexual experience or semi um, that's what, it like, that's what it's like to be a woman, essentially. So yeah. perhaps you you just experience what it's like to be a woman, which I think people will appreciate and laugh at because that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing is um, what David was saying about knowing about what you did between losing your virginity and, and marrying your wife. I think there's a joke behind there of like you, you sucked at the, on the first time, so you had to go get experience. So she would actually marry you so you knew what you were doing at sex or something like that.
7: Oh, I'm sorry. I actually didn't. I'm, I'm dumb. Um, I didn't no, no, really no. understand. Like
3: you said, that you had sex in between losing your virginity to your wife and then marrying her. Right. So maybe there's a joke of like the first time you guys hooked up, she was not impressed, and oh. you had to go get good, for her to take you. You know, marry I see. you, basically.
7: Gotcha. Thanks. Have you ever been to Cafe Gratitude? What is that?
2: Cafe Gratitude is like a it's like a vegan restaurant where all the Menu items are like, I am grateful, I am humble, I am pleasant.
7: All right? That's all. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, thank you. All right, thank you to Casey.
0: Next up, we have Irene Hodes, everybody.
6: Hey, everybody. In honor of Casey, despite the way I look, I don't have children. Which I get all the time. Um, so today is actually the one year anniversary of my starting stand up com- comedy. And in this year, I have gained approximately 150 Facebook friends, most of whom I am absolutely unable to recognize in broad daylight. I've also um, gotten a few gigs, and I have made a grand total of $76.50. That's right. And you might think it odd that I mentioned the 50 cents. You know, I could have rounded up or down. But I have to say, it really deserves some recognition. Now, I picture that there was a handsome older gentleman who really somehow thought that i would appreciate a vintage john f kennedy half dollar being deposited into a tip jar so thank you whoever you are i don't know how we could have known i have a coin collection um but uh yeah uh, it's also a dollar fifty more than i pay my cleaning lady or used to pay my cleaning lady when i could afford a cleaning lady which also um you know, begs to uh, suggest that there is a far more lucrative career than the one I'm choosing to do right now. I just don't have the hands for it. (laughs) Allergies. Um, I celebrated my 40th birthday two weeks ago. Yes, I'm milking it. I went to Las Vegas for the Star Trek convention. And it was wonderful. I got to meet my favorite stars, Patrick Stewart, Kate Mulgrew, Brent Spiner. That's right, Brent Spiner. I got to also dress up my favorite friends and family, most of whom had never seen a single episode as Star Trek characters. That's right. Seeing that level of bewilderment is a thing of beauty. Let me tell you, standing in line for your morning coffee at Starbucks in the hotel lobby in cranial ridges? That takes some guts. You only turn 40 once, people. Milk it. Get your friends to do any damn thing you want. So, I take it there might be some people who know Star Trek in here? Show of hands? Context? No. There is something called a holodeck, you guys. It is a giant room with a bunch of emitters that project holograms. And you know, this is the 24th century, so they create genuine environments. You're on a spaceship, but you can be in that room and go to Disneyland or a beach in Hawaii or, uh, you know, play uh, Watson to Sherlock Holmes in a complete 19th century London. But let me tell you, there, there is that law of thermodynamics, right? Nothing, energy, matter cannot be created or destroyed. What you bring into this room has to go out. So I ask the question, what if your fantasy is to go to Amsterdam's best brothel? I want to know if there is a cleaning crew on the Starship Enterprise. Because I wouldn't want to be the person standing in line with your little kid at Space Mountain with those black lights going. Maybe they just have a 20th century solution right by these sliding doors. It's a little bucket, you know, with a mop some Lysol. Anyhow, I think that's my time. I'm going to stop right there. Thank you.
8: Hey, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot your name. It- Irene. Irene. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, I liked I really liked I liked your flow is really good with the ge- I mean the, the general flow of it is really good. I feel like I'm always a lot of people are always like er are er, er, er. you don't have any of that going on which is great, you know. So Cool, thanks. I mean, that's cool. Uh, um but I want to mention about the, the joke about the, the Kennedy half dollar. I really like that joke. And I wondered if maybe you could add, you can go like, I didn't know, because you mentioned being a coin collector in the joke just as like a tag to it. It'd be fun if you said like, I'm kind of holding out for a buffalo nickel, maybe a doubloon once in a while. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, say like, that's a good idea. You'd rather just get some really, really, really pricey coins. So be cool. Nice. I, mean, I don't know. I couldn't think of any other expensive coins other than the buffalo nickel. Three-legged buffalo. I don't know. how
6: about something political i could be waiting for that uh harriet tubman 10 bucks
4: i don't know
3: Hey, so first of all if there are Star Trek like fan parties and stuff out there you should go for them and be the yeah. comedian I feel like that's like what you're born to do <laughs> um, and in a good way right there's a right. niche for everyone I don't
6: um, have all Star Trek jokes by the way I just wrote this no, up
3: this but week you, but you but you, would be like the person to do that and, cool. um, so that's pretty cool you should like make some more money out of it um, also but for when you're not in those environments like I don't know Brent Spiner I don't know what a cranial ridge is so you unfortunately, you're going to have to tell us because I couldn't get the joke. Uh, okay. Fortunately. Cool.
6: Thanks, guys. <laughs> Anything else? All right.
8: Yeah. No, this is just more of like a general discussion point. Uh, you might be right although um, I I got I liked that joke and I think that's why you, you, nobody's supposed to know who Brent Spiner is. So I got I that know was I got a kind let you know, of she, it with the Brent
6: Spiner. I thought I was like I'm the only one that doesn't know. The Brent
8: Spiner. No no no. But I think it can come off that way. I think like sh- whatever you do whatever you whatever you do you have to definitely make it super clear that the joke is um, I, I happen to think, like, oh, Brent, that's a funny joke, but I could right. totally get if you, did, if you didn't know him. Like, Am I, like I was such know?
6: a geek that I expected everybody to know, <laughs> yeah, and it was exactly. like, oh my God, you guys. You got
8: to make sure that doesn't happen. Like, it right? was George
6: Clooney, but Brent Spiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could pause it and be like, oh, you don't know who Brent Spiner is? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I could just have a complete panic attack and stretch it out. Okay. Okay um
0: i i like brent spiner because i think you pick funny words like the word lysol to me is always very funny no matter what the context i also think there's more to do with the vegas and the star trek because they're such opposites like people think they're going to vegas to party to drink all night to blackout to gamble to go to strip clubs and here they are going to a star trek convention which is probably the opposite of a lot of folks expectations when you were like, "Hey, let's go to Vegas for my birthday." And then you have this like juxtaposition that you could do, but also with the like, "Hey, when you turn 40, your friends will literally do anything for you." Why do you think that is? You know, like kind of I think there's more to grow there, and I think they are all very funny cool. concepts.
6: Cool. I guess I could build it as such that I went to Vegas, took all my friends, was planning this awesome thing. Friends only found out they were going to a Star Trek convention when they got there.
0: Yeah, you can kind of play around with that. Where yeah, they're just like, oh man, and they, like, they didn't bring the right outfits. And it was like, don't worry, I got some for you. Like, yeah,
6: totally prepared. <laughs>
0: Because I'm thinking about all the time. Which I, I actually Vegas did,
6: brought the entire closet of yeah. costumes.
0: And the other thing I was thinking, because I always go to Vegas, it's always a bachelorette party, uh-huh. so I don't know if there's any similarities there, where it's like, because they always drag, that's when I get dragged to Vegas for a bachelorette party, and I have to do whatever the bachelorette wants to do. But this is kind of like your, you know, bachelorette, I guess, when you're 40. 40, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know if there's something in there, but.
6: Yeah, I'm wondering if I all made them wear Andorian, like, ping pong bongs on their head, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Ren, everybody. All right, we're going to move this
0: along. Jared, Cena, everybody.
5: All right, how's everybody doing tonight? So, the last two times I came here, I realized I was always the youngest person in the room. So, I really didn't want to look like a high schooler. So, I really made an effort to grow out my facial hair for today. Unfortunately, I was only able to grow out this little snippet of facial hair you are currently seeing right now. So, like, I still look like a high schooler, but like one of those high schoolers that like never got the hint that maybe they should start learning how to shave. It sucks. Like, I, I, have, I, have, like, I have like a low gr- facial hair growth rate. It's like all the facial hair that I was supposed to grow on my face just went inside my nose. Like, I clogged my sink the other day because of oh, all the nose hair I had to trim out. My roommate's right there. My bad, dude. That was that was all me. <laughs> yeah, and I I think that shit's manly as fuck. I don't even have like like chest hair right here. I just got this little happy trail right here. Like if I were to show you guys my upper body, it would look like Evan, the first guy that was up here. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a guy that always like to stay prepared no matter what. It always makes me feel secure. I can never improvise for shit. So that's why I always like to keep dick pics in my phone wherever I go. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, guys. Always carry dick pics in your camera roll. Me, personally, I always carry five wherever I go. F- yes, five. taking the morning of and complete with different angles. Because what am I supposed to do? And, am, I'm in the, and I'm in public, and Susie from the comedy store asked me for a dick pic. I can't just be like, oh, okay, here you go, Susie. No, no, that's fucking weird. Yep, I'm not a weirdo. You gotta have dignity. I'm better than that. I have pre-existing dick pics stored already on my phone. I'll just send her that. I can't just go to the bathroom. I'm gun shy. Like I can't it's hard to get it up when like there you hear piss noises and footsteps outside of you. I might as well just Google a picture of a Vienna sausage and send her that. Because like like I said, I'm a guy that stays prepared like for example in high school I always thought that like porn scenarios were real So I always carried a condom wrapper wherever I go because I wanted to be prepared for that scenario when I'm in detention And like the teachers looking at me suspiciously eating an apple and telling me I'm a very bad boy We all know how that story is gonna end Yeah, and I always like to keep a fake identity wherever I go not because I want to go to a bar But because I always want to have something, an identity I can escape to just in case that I commit a felony and I end up doing five to ten years in prison. Not saying that it's going to happen, but if it does, we'll never find Brandon Ochoa from New Mexico. Last time I came unprepared, it was a really embarrassing situation for me. Uh, So you guys know those kiosks at Walgreens or Target? So I didn't know how to work those things, so I had to have a lady like help me out. And it was all chilling. like we eventually got it to get it, get it working properly, but as soon as my phone was properly plugged into the machine, one of my dick pics just pops up right in front of, right inside to the machine and covers most of the screen. The most embarrassing part was that like, she didn't even realize that was a dick pic. She just thought I collected acorns as a hobby. All right, thank you guys. <laughs> Any thoughts?
3: I'd just say, I felt like you were like mad at us, or mad at the audience. Oh, Or shit. mad in general. I don't know if you've gotten that feedback before. Fuck. Um, no, no, you don't, don't. I mean, this is a safe space. It doesn't matter that it's on the radio. But, but yeah, maybe just like lighten up a bit. Um, or just like laugh a little bit You know, in between. I don't know. Was I the only one that got that? No. No. Yes? It was a l-
4: Just, just, l- just,
3: like, be loose. Like, have a shot before or something.
5: Uh, sorry.
8: Don't <laughs> apologize. No, you don't have to apologize. No, I, and I meant, no, Yeah, you weren't the only one who got that. Yeah, definitely seemed like a... But you could, you could make that work for you just with, if it matches the material in such a way that, you know, I don't know, I've seen some comics do um, stuff where it seems like they're just really... They're a little bit fired up and pissed off, and they they make it work. Yeah, this is it's not a matter
5: an, of getting it all to meld together. Yeah, this is not angry. This is not angry material. No, of course no. this it's is funny. not.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I was confused, but I, I don't know anything about dick pics uh, at all. Uh, just in the sense of like, I think they pre I predate them. But uh, the uh, but yeah, you, when you first mentioned you have a bunch of dick pics in your camera roll, I was like, uh, I didn't know whose dick it was. I didn't know for sure that it was yours and then I realized later, oh, I was supposed to think that was, uh, those were all yours. Yeah. Like, I didn't know if you just had a bunch of different dicks in there or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know. It just was, but I might, it might be me on that one because I, you know, I was like, I'm like a Polaroid generation. Okay. We were,
5: yeah. Black and white dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no smiling <in> photos. <laughs> Is that it?
6: Um, This isn't a criticism of the dick pic joke. I feel like it... um, I don't know. I don't want to criticize the joke in and of itself. It's just that um, I, as a female audience member, I'm just throwing this out there. might feel a little bit turned off by the joke. Um, Because I think that we have a lot of dick pic... I'm going to stop there. I don't know. I didn't want to say anything, but... Yeah, okay, so it made me feel uncomfortable because, and not in like a Me Too safe space thing, it was just, it just seemed creepy Um, because I, you know, I don't know if somebody at, you know, a comedy store or whatever is going to ask for a dick pic, and like I don't see that that being a realistic scenario that anybody would ask you at the door for a dick pic instead of, I don't know, like your cover
5: shot or No, the whole thing was like, I'm just trying to play a character where like I'm just thinking, like Oh, some I gotta be prepared in case someone asks me for a dick pic. I think that
6: that pic. is actually the source of it is that you're playing a character and you're not playing yourself or at least being that, and so I don't know. I feel like it would be more genuine if you actually had experience with a dick pic? I, I don't know, but, but uh, the character that you put on, because you're super friendly, like, you've been popping around, I love your feedback, and then your first joke was all about dick pics, so I just wanted to throw that out there that, um, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't believe that anybody goes around with, like, ten dick pics in their wallet, so, in their uh, phone. Okay, okay. I, I'm, yeah, sorry.
5: Sorry, guys. Um, I'm embarrassed. I'm gonna go home. <laughs>
0: All, all this, can you hear me? No, no, can you hear me? Uh, that was Jared, everybody. I think I you. Honest. I think you came out with so much <laughs> energy when you first started really your set. Never, never, never. Okay, never mind. I guess you can't.
10: You can't hear this. Nobody can
0: hear this. Wait, something. Can you hear this?
10: I don't think you can hear this.
0: No. Okay. I. You can hear by okay, c- the microphone. I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you giving gonna... feedback?
10: Huh? Are we giving feedback from back there? Well, we, sometimes we get feedback, but I was yeah. going to say about the dick pic that that you're oh. you're you're an awesome Jared. comedian. It's just. Uh, Getting to know you as the person more, that's all. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so anyway, that's all I'm gonna say, yeah. Yeah, that's all. We just want to hear more
0: about you. And like I said, I think you came out with we your first like, "Hey, how you guys doing?" If I felt like we were in a crowd of like a thousand people, and I felt like really good with that energy, and just keep—it's hard to keep that going through the whole set. I can't do that myself, so um, you know, it's one of those things. But I, I think you did a, a great job, and just keep on coming back. That's what this all is, and that's why these joke workshops are so important. Because if we all went up and we had our first set, like none of us would probably be back here. Um, but it's all about just working that shit out and just going and doing it over and over again and trying different punchlines. And listening to the feedback because that's helpful I mean I got feedback today on a joke I've been telling for three years and I love it (laughs) I'm so excited to go and write that all right we're gonna keep this oh great great awesome good leave with that positive feeling and we're gonna keep that positive feeling going for Jacob McHenry
9: everybody thank you thank you Today's been cool. Uh, I spent it. I was supposed to get some like shit done in my life, but I didn't. Uh, I uh, watched uh, Maury instead, which um, I'm convinced now. If you watch that show, you can't have a productive day afterwards, man. Like no one successful watches that show. Like uh, a Bill Gates or Warren Buffett doesn't doesn't watch that show and then do. Like brokers of billion dollar million dollar deal like the most you can do after watching an episode of Mori is like buy a lottery ticket or a couple of scratchers you know otherwise you got to be back in your seat for a little bit of uh I always forget this show that I'm gonna reference on that one I look. I uh, I found out a a cool little thing though, uh, Maury about Maury. Uh, he has a uh, like a 30 year old adopted son. Adopted him with the, when he was a baby, which uh, I think is kind of uh, awesome. Not that he adopted a kid, but for the fact that there was a day, Maury had to tell his his child that he's not the father. <laughs> you know, and I feel like he must have done it in the most Maury way possible sat him down then he was just like brought out an envelope and said you know what the results are in you know did it right in front of all of his families and friends you know all right maury i don't know why he keeps on doing that show because he's got millions of dollars in the bank you know he doesn't have to do another episode for the rest of. he's 80 years old he doesn't have to do another episode for the rest of his life Which I I, I search for the reason why he keeps on going on. And the only thing I could come up with is he really cares about bringing black families together. uh, One paternity test at a time, though. (laughs) I... I was at the farmer market uh, the other day. Uh, some dude tried to sell me some uh, meditation crystals uh, and not like just normal ones, like uh, upscale ones. He said these ones have been uh, charged by a solar eclipse, and uh, which I thought was interesting. And he saw that I was looking kind of skeptical and he goes, no, I could prove it. I have pictures, right? And Uh, Which I don't know how you can prove it, you know, uh, but I do think it's interesting that he believes that there are people Who are in the market for magical crystals, but are also concerned about being ripped off for some reason, you know that they need proof for some reason, you know Um I've been shopping online. I shop for everything online now. I do groceries. Uh, the other day, I was, I was looking. I was trying to buy some uh, some water online, and I, I was about to buy this one water, but then I noticed its uh, its review. It, it had a two-star review bottle of water, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take a chance, you know? And I, I went in, and I started looking at other waters, but then I thought, this is why everybody hates us, you know? Like... Two-star water, like, there are still places in the world where if someone reviewed uh, uh, water as two stars, like, that shit would probably kill you if you drink it. You know, you're definitely gonna get Ebola, you know? You gotta have a good immune system. Here in America, two-star water means that it just didn't have the X factor we were looking for, you know? Like, the, the taste might have been too rowdy on your palate, you know? Didn't have the playfulness of an aerospring. And then, like, we have, like, words here. I should be wrapping this up. Uh, we have words, the uh, like, watered down. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of languages that doesn't have that word, watered down. Like, that's a bad thing, you know? It's crazy. Like, there's people digging holes in the desert to try to find water. Meanwhile, we're taking shits into it, you know? So, all right, that's it.
8: All right. Like I haven't talked to you enough about these jokes. <laughs> uh, no, but it just occurred to me the uh, – what was the – oh, the water thing. Uh, I really want you to use the word mouthfeel there. I'd be like, doesn't it doesn't have the mouthfeel that I like, which is a good wine uh, – kind of a, a douchey wine term. I'm sorry wow. for any any, any enophiles out there. All right. <laughs> but uh, what was the other thing? Um, I wanted to give you – if you had an example on the um, – is, maybe you could use another example on the crystals thing. Be like, why would somebody worry about being scammed for something that's completely, you know, like pseudo? Uh, I was wondering, like, maybe if like uh, something like, you know, may, oh, I'm kind of interested. Do you have a Do you have a picture of this Brooklyn Bridge? Join <laughs> right. you know me mean? or Some one of those tropes, but I don't know which one. Yeah. Like another example no. that would make it sound
7: just as ridiculous. I don't know. The <laughs> first time it ever occurred to me. Uh. Hey, Jacob. Hey. Love your jokes. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Again, I don't have, like, a joke idea necessarily, just a direction Mm -hmm. idea. Uh, I really like your farmer's uh, market joke, I think, with the crystals. Okay, cool. And uh, I think it's just, like, so if I understand the story correctly, he was like, these crystals have been blessed by the solar eclipse or whatever. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
7: then to prove it, he's showing you a picture.
9: Of uh, crystals outside... During a solar eclipse.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing because like you were skeptical about the the crystals to begin with, so it's like I don't know if you believe if you don't believe one, why would you believe the other? Is kind of yeah, interesting. Right. And there's something about a guy that's trying to rip you off that really makes me want you to you to turn the tables on them somehow.
9: Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, You yeah, know yeah. what I'm, I mean? Like, I'm still trying to figure. out. Yeah, I get exactly. Maybe
7: sell doing. him a bill of goods that doesn't really. It's real magical, too. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't know. Just an idea. Yeah. Thank you.
9: Cool. All right. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you, Jacob. We just have a couple more folks for you. And this next lady has been really great at giving feedback to everybody. So I hope everybody sticks around and gives feedback in return. Give it up for Marcy Rogo.
3: Thanks everyone. Let me put this here before I forget. That's it. Great. Um, just like six. No. Um, <laughs> so that was so stupid. Um, so yeah. So my name is Marcy Rogo. The last uh, comic that introduced me at a show uh, introduced me as Marcy Rojo. <laughs> that's. I mean, it's cool. I wear red glasses, and um, that's my name in Spanish. Um, I mean, I'm not sure uh, what my grandparents would think because it used to be Rogowski and got uh, cut off at Ellis Island, but you know, uh, I could have used it to get into Harvard. Uh, so, next, not funny. Um, uh, I, uh, I just got fired la- uh, last week, which is why I was able to finally make it to the 5.30 mic. Um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like a real comic. Um, it happened so recently. Actually, I Actually, haven't written the joke yet, but I'm just really excited to be here. Um, <laughs> Um, I also um, had a breakup a few weeks ago, um, so that uh, sucked. Um, the thing is is that he, uh, I'm in my 30s, and, and he wasn't ready for kids, um, didn't want kids. Uh, the guy before him, he wanted kids. Uh, he just didn't want me. So uh, I'm hoping to get it right before my ovaries uh, dry up too real is this all too real maybe it is it's cool we're here to laugh um so anyway that that happened a, couple, a few weeks ago um i gotta get on the apps again unfortunately um the only app i've been on so far uh is Jade 8 because my mom bought it um yeah give it up yep Only rich people usually go on J-Date because you have to pay for it, so definitely a filtering mechanism for me, although I've had to, um, and you'll get this, there's a new, um, you know, you have to come up with sort of rejection lines. Again, I'm big on feedback, I'm big on answering people, it's a respectful thing to do, I'm not a big ghoster, so um, the new uh, rejection line I've been using on on J-Date is, um, I don't want to be a widow at 40. They put that together. Only like seventy-year-olds are messaging me. Basically, um, it, it's really disgusting. Um, so uh, they're probably like on their fourth marriage, and I'm just just trying to get one person one time to marry me. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Um, so. Um, they're, uh, dating in San Francisco, I'm not sure if any of you have done it, um, especially um, if you are uh, identifying as a, a hetero female, you've probably run into a lot of Asperger's. Um, you might know that it's no longer a deal breaker here. And um, the last uh, time I was on a date with somebody with Asperger's, he asked me if my earrings were 3D printed. Um, Yeah, I asked asked him if his confidence was coded in uh, in JavaScript. Um, I don't know what that means, but um, no, these are just my stories. I think that's enough for today. Yeah, those are the new jokes. Would love feedback. Just so you know, we're all here to be vulnerable. The easy thing to do would be to go to the mic down the street where you don't get any feedback, and then you get to walk away thinking you were great, and that's not going to make any of us better comics, so... You know i'm glad you're here and everybody's here so thanks in advance
8: hi Marcy. hi hi. You, you made a comment about the filtering mechanism <laughs> yeah. it seems like an interesting because uh, it's you know you're on some ground there where you're like where, where the implication is that you're trying that, fil- that you're filtering out poor people
3: yes that's a good point <laughs>
8: i mean that's uh
3: i'm getting a little desperate
8: yeah, that gets age. a i don't know just seemed like some <laughs> possible ground cool. for something else uh, but the other thing i thought of was um Oh gosh, it just escaped my memory. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you always plan on doing these jokes back to back, but you did a thing about getting fired, and then everybody, and then you got an applause for it, which kind of, I think the way you say it will will sometimes generate that applause but then you said about 30 seconds later that you got dumped or you got uh is that what it was i'm I, sorry i like, broke up with
3: my boyfriend i should have just said got dumped it's like the same as got getting fired my yeah, pride that is that like was, don't i was gonna say like dumped.
8: you're like why aren't you clapping for that you yeah. know what i mean like they clap once and then nobody clapped for the second one but
3: yeah i should listen what's the to difference fact. you got
8: rejected from me both of them so yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah i'm on my
3: age right now you on it, your what <laughs> my, my life is awesome right now okay yeah. yeah
8: that'd be a fun sort of thing yeah to work with the crowd i don't know
3: thank you thank you for that feedback Don't hurt yourself.
0: Um, I really liked your set. I I like that it's so honest and vulnerable. Um, I will say, like, when you said that your ovaries, before your ovaries dry up, I think there was an opportunity there to say, like, ovaries dry up like, and then make some sort of um, metaphor, some sort of, um, you know, comparison to something else. There's, like, a harder hit that could be there. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you say like only the 70 year olds are messaging, I am not on, on J date. Um, like yeah. I would love more about J date. I would love more about that up top. Like kind of like the, what um, your yeah. experience is with like who you're getting on there. Um, just to kind of, you know, have that framework for those of us that aren't, like make us feel like we're there with you and you're, maybe you're excited about it. Maybe your mom paid for it and you have access to a thing that you wouldn't have without your mom. And then you're just getting all these seven year old dudes and then you tell them like, I'm not looking to be a widow.
3: Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like no maybe kind of, I should said that like that's way. where my mom's friends met their second husbands or something. Yeah, I think there's like more there. Or. I know it's like, yeah. you know, your
0: new stuff you're working on, but I really think yeah, you should dig deeper sure. into that um, because I, I people that aren't online dating, I know when you're on there, you're like, everyone's doing this. Some of us aren't and- You're so lucky. You know, we would like to, <laughs> yeah. but I want to know what it's like because I think it's hilarious and interesting and sure. i played with my friends' Tinders before, but I've never like done it, you know, really yeah. myself. So I think it's such an interesting world. And also if you can give a different perspective, even if it's something that like all your friends are doing, if you can point out something different that nobody else sees in it that's where you're going to get
4: that
6: gold yeah thank you so much um i really love the set Thank um and i don't have really specific feedback but i feel like everything fit together very well um like i feel like whatever you decide to do with it like they group well and they could one could flow into the other very well um J-Date context would be great. I actually know people whose grandmothers paid for J-Date. Yeah.
4: Um, Actually. (laughs) It is real.
6: Um, But uh, I think you said Bay Area and the whole Osbergers thing. Yeah. Um, That could be incorporated into the J-Date story. Like, these are the categories of people. You do live in San Francisco in any case. So it's like the 70-year-olds and then the ones who ask me if my jewelry is made by 3D printers. You know, It's a really good call. Yeah. And then maybe throw away... uh, that kind of sucks because they were <laughs> made
3: by a three D printer. I don't
6: know. Yeah, yeah. You also live in San Francisco. True. So true. Yeah.
10: Okay. But <laughs> no. Yes, thank that? you.
3: That's really helpful. Cool. Huh. Yeah, thanks.
10: Oh yeah, and I actually I do like your joke about your last name. Oh, yeah? And the, the ovaries one. I like the ovaries one and like expounding on that because a, cool. a lot of people don't know about that. Oh, yeah,
3: they don't know that our ovaries are going to shrivel by 50? Well, like
10: people yeah. think that it happens earlier and there's a whole oh. thing research where it's like it happens later and I think it's really good. I'm really...
3: That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. Thanks. Got to p- wake people up about ovaries. Cool. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I got yeah, Marcy, everybody, and we have one more
0: comic for y'all, and she was doing our sound for us today. So we're all gonna stick around who are here, and we're gonna give it up for Carol A. Acuna. Did I get it?
10: Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> ah, no, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna be all I'm scatterbrained. Let's just be scatterbrained. Um. So today, okay, I'll talk about today. I actually, did get my hair done. What the hell's going on with this? Okay, I'm just gonna going to wrap it in front. Uh, This is part of it. Uh, I usually do a superhero thing, but this is kind of wobbly. Yeah, so I guess I'll just talk about uh, yeah, today I got my hair done. You know, like I'm Latina, I'm Mexican, so this is a whole like, oh my gosh, what does that mean? You know, obviously my hair. So I have to to talk about that, how I look. So I'm trying to figure out what to do when I'm on stage, because I'm a, uh, just because I'm just probably don't know most of you. Actually, yeah, so I'm a flamenco dancer, I'm a comedian, I'm an actor, um, and So, so anyway, I guess I'll do a song that I sometimes I do. I go, hey, everyone, it's Carole. And I you to, to know how you're doing, OK? ¿Qué tal? Mi gente soy Carole. Y quería dar un saludo. Ole! Uh, let's see here. And I, and I also talk about uh, like, um, yeah, my name's Caroline, a lot of people don't know how to pronounce that. They think it's like Carolee, or like Caroline, come to the lat. But people don't get that reference. A lot of people don't get that reference. So then I can do uh, where they might think it sounds like sweet Caroline. Ba ba ba, but it's pronounced Carol Yole, 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 And then my last name's Acuna, and it kind of people are like Acuña, how do you pronounce that? So it's like kind of like Acuna Matata, yeah. Um, and then I do come from a mixed marriage. My mom's uh, Mexican and Spanish. My dad's French, Cherokee, and gay. <laughs> and I'm a filenco dancer and a comedian, and I have my hair like this, so I'm just trying to figure out how to put it all together. Um, <laughs> throwing all this stuff. I'm, I'm, I call it soul sexual, but, uh, I guess the cur- current, st- I guess the pop term is like pansexual. It just means like I I love people for who they are regardless of their anything. I'm just like, I just feel your essence. I just feel who you are regardless of. uh, Yeah, so then that's that. What else? Ugh. Um, Obviously, I like to move a lot. I, feel, I do feel kind of restricted, but this is why I wear shorts because, uh, you know what I mean? Like, because I am a dancer and <laughs> weirdly, really weird things happen. Uh, and, you know... Um, really weird stuff. Uh, uh, just things are really not, I'm just going to be scattered. It's OK. Um, what else? Oh yeah, speciesism. Like, I'll just tell you a story really quick. Like, I was doing like a uh, like a photo shoot with these like domesticated rats. And a lot of people were, were like, uh, ew, rats, you know, just hating them because they're rats. But I was like, they're domesticated. They're like, no, they're rats. But it's kind of like racism or whatever. But it's called speciesism. You just don't like the species just because it's the species. So some sort of thing about speciesism and speciesists. And some of the stuff, I'm not sure uh, what it is. So let's see here. I don't get that reference. Eat my shirt. I I don't know. I have so many random things near succulents. What the hell? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I do love narwhals up, y'all. Yeah, narwhals! Woo! <laughs> my spirit animal's a narwhal. Who? Everyone knows what, what a narwhal is? Well, I knew what they were before. It was trendy. You don't know what a narwhal is? It's a beluga whale with a tusk that goes through its upper left lip. Actually, it's on my uh, my phone. Oh, yeah, it looks like that. See? People call it the unicorn of the sea, but it's actually uh, the unicorn is the narwhal of land because narwhals are real and unicorns are fake. We're just going to do a quick history lesson right now. Wait, a quick, I do, who, uh, raise your hand if you do not know what flamenco is. Oh, you don't. Okay, I'd just like to get a, a consensus. Oh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a dance, uh, like the Spanish gypsies. They started in the Middle East, went through North Africa, uh, and wound up in Spain. So, anyway, I'm, I'm talking really fast, cause I have so much material, but uh, here we go! Who knows what's happening? Here we go, and good night, and scene. Okay. Yeah, that's the end because I have so much material that I'm just like, I'm just spewing as much as I can. (laughs) Well, I do actually, but not not today. Okay, I have to jump up for a gym class
3: before I go, I want um, to tell you that I really like the song you did, but I thought it could be more like s- traditional stand-up if you sort of started by the fact that I-, I think you know you look a little racially ambiguous. Like if people don't really listen to your name being called up, they're like, you could be anything, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so you might like list those weird names like Carol Matata or whatever they are and then uh-huh. say, here, I'm going to sing a song and you tell me what I am. And then you could like sing that great song and then, you know, somebody will probably actually in the audience guess something wrong, like racist and then that will be a great laugh um that was just in my head um also yeah i like i really like the speciesism i actually think that is a great premise and could go so many directions um you could like put cat people against dog people and you know like again you could joke that you come from two different species like latin and native american um so i i just think you should totally just keep exploring that okay okay cool thank you okay
0: i think you have a really great energy um and you're like you're all over the place and that's great the speciesism thing i i always think and probably because i'm a lesbian but i always am like men are a different species so Uh maybe you can like play around with even like the gender roles of those kinds of things okay yeah um and then with your i i love the joke about your dad being whatever he was whatever he wasn't gay Uh that like came out of nowhere (laughs) and (laughs) that was like really set up really well so um i don't know i just really enjoyed that part okay
6: thank you okay I love your energy. Oh, thank it's you. It's so great to watch you on stage. Oh, thank so you. it was a bit scattered, but I, I just wanted a second. I love that joke about your dad. Perfectly set up. Just oh, thank you, perfect. Okay. You could stick it in in any set about your identity, you know? And uh-huh. It's a nice module. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, okay. And I was wondering if you ever had a sort of stand up sort of scene, um, including a dance. Yes. Like, so. have you had like flamenco with words or, or or a joke built within it or around it because uh-huh. i figure that you are so physical that if you did occasionally dance on stage that there was something to incorporate about your identity how you introduce your name within the context of a dance
10: oh yeah well. that's, that's, okay that's interesting okay yeah, yeah. thank you right all right thank you thank you thank you, thank you.
0: Okay, thank you, everybody. That is our joke workshop. They do this at Mutiny Radio every Monday at 6 to 8 p.m. Thank you to the comics for all your donations. And everyone out there for all your millions of dollars that you're donating to Mutiny Radio right now as we speak. I'm Amanda G. Thank you guys so much. (laughs)
9: i <laughs>
4: So